Hey y'all, welcome back to the Salty Sister Podcast. We're on episode two today and we're going to be talking about clean houses. I'm sure some of you probably just had total anxiety when I said clean houses and then I'm sure there's some of you that had pure joy when I said clean houses because if I told my mom, hey come over let's clean my house, she would probably die of pure happiness. I mean Obviously, she doesn't just love to clean, but if you guys have ever watched Friends, my mom is Monica, 2AT. It just, it's so funny. But um, the title of today's episode is A Clean House Won't Win Buckles, or Will It? So let's just start this off and I'll dive right into it. That way I don't keep you guys long. I always want to keep these short and sweet and to the point and just so that we can have a couple minutes of fellowship and growth together. So I remember growing up, I would always hear this or see this. Actually, one of my friends, her mom had a magnet on the fridge that said this. And it said, a clean house doesn't win buckles. And like that right there, that is my type of thinking. A clean house doesn't win buckles. It doesn't win you trophies. Like your room don't got to be clean for you to win anything. And I was like, heck yes. Like that is what I am talking about. But um, clean rooms just kind of made me think of, Do you ever remember parents, you might can feel this on another level. Obviously, I don't have kids, but I remember my mama always telling me, you know, people are fixing to come over, go get your room clean. People are coming over, go get your room clean. And I remember thinking, ain't nobody going to walk in here and be like, oh, Kelsey J didn't get that room clean. Guess I'm going to leave. But it kind of brought me back to us having to take care of our own stuff, you know, be responsible, take care of our things, clean up your room. And I talked about diving into Mark last episode and in Mark 13 verse 34 it talks about the son of man leaving going on a far journey and leaving his stuff so I'll actually read it to you it says for the son of man is as man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch So the son of man is taking a far, far journey. He's leaving his house and all of his belongings to his servants and giving them authority over everything. Verse 35 says, Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or in the morning. So he's going on a far, far journey. He's leaving everything to his servants. And he's like, hey, you keep keep this room clean. Keep everything picked up. Because I'm coming back, but I'm not telling you when I'm coming back. And I kind of noticed this was a common parable throughout the Bible. There's another one that speaks on it in Matthew um, chapter 25, verse 14. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is as man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. So these are basically all parables talking about God sending Jesus down here, right? He's giving the disciples authority. He's sending the disciples out to heal people. He's giving them the authority over these dark things. And all these parables that I keep reading are kind of starting to just mount up and make sense into this verse that's in Mark. And that's when I flash back to that motto that I had heard about the clean house doesn't win a buckle and or a trophy. And in my head, I'm like, you're right, but in the end, does it? Does the upkeep of what we're supposed to be responsible for win us those things in the end? So our father, he's a good, good father. And he gave us these things to take care of here on earth. And he left us with things like the upkeep of our hearts and our relationships. You know, he wove our hearts so purely and so perfectly. And 
obviously we can't be perfect. We can't, we're going to sin and we're going to do these things, but we still have to be the ones to keep that upkeep of our hearts and our relationship with him. We have to put forth that effort. Another thing that we have to upkeep is the following of his word, diving into it every day. Just like I said in the last episode, come refill your salt shaker and go spread that salt out in the earth. Go spread the gospel. Another thing would be to upkeep of our faith. And you know, those tie into the last two things that I said. And the last one is hard for me. I mean, slap to the face hard for me because I struggle with this so badly. And it's, are we living in God's image for the world to see? Or are we living in an image for the world? Are we living for the world to see a flesh that they approve of? Or are we living in a world to be God's image and be like Jesus for the world? And you know, that's a whole lot. It's kind of jumbled up and it might not make sense, but just like when we're young and it's cool to keep your room messy, your mama's telling you, hey, pick it up, keep it clean, be prepared. So when talking about being prepared, let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2. It says, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. So this is telling us, just like in those parables, in um, Mark 35, or sorry, chapter 13, verse 35, when it says, Watch ye therefore, you know not when the master's coming back. We don't know when he's coming back. So we have to be prepared. We don't want to be shaken. We don't want to be scared by what's coming. And we don't want him to show up and be like, Oh, geez, like, what have I been doing this whole time? Just sitting here, picking my nose, throwing my socks on the floor, letting crumbs fall in my bed. You know, just kind of putting it off until he gets here. We can't do that. We can't be lukewarm in our walk and be caught off guard when he comes for us. We don't want to be the ones standing there thinking, oh, if only I would have. It's never, ever, ever too late. Ever, I'm telling you. Even if you're listening to this right now, like right now, choose right now. In Matthew 24, verse 44, it says, Be ready, for Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So that farmer that went into that other country, Son of Man that went but is coming back, we don't know when he's coming back, but we know he's coming back. So in Matthew, again, chapter 24, verse 42, we'll back it up a few verses. It says, Therefore, stay awake. That's the very beginning of that verse. And To me, that means don't doze off to earthly things. Don't fall asleep on our end. When our end destination, our buckle, our trophy is living with him. Like, how can we snooze on that? How can we choose to give in to these earthly things? And I say that like I do it like it's easy. But you guys, I struggle with this daily. It is so hard for me to die to self daily. It really is. And you know, social media, all of these things make it so easy for us to fall into that trap of living for what's here and not living in Jesus's image and being what we're meant to be and taking care of our homes and taking care of our rooms and cleaning them and having them prepared for him. Because I'm telling you, I want to be prepared for this one. I want to have my room clean. I want that buckle. I want that trophy more than I can even explain. And, you know, Sometimes it's easy to just be lukewarm. It's easy to fall into the trap of the dirty house, the dirty room. And that's that's okay. 
It's okay because we have such a good, good Father, a gracious Father that forgives and He wants to love us and He wants us to reach out to Him and depend on Him and rely on Him daily. So to close, I just want to encourage you that if you feel like you're half in, half out, got a sock on the floor, got some undies hanging off the hamper, didn't put your toothbrush back up, that's okay. It's fine. Prepare now. There's no time that's too late. Like I said, if you feel lukewarm, I pray that you would just be encouraged enough and strong enough to take a deep breath and throw yourself into those boiling waters with hope and faith in God's plan for you. Wake up daily, die to ourselves and to this world, and keep our rooms clean for Him. His belongings should be prepared for His return every day, and that's our job. We are so capable of it. He gives us every outline to do that. It's just up to us to keep that room clean. Keep his belongings ready for when he comes back so that we can say, Jesus, I did everything that I could. I kept everything right here for you, and I'm ready. I'm ready for that trophy. I'm ready for that buckle. I've longed for it. I'm prepared. I'm so thankful for all you guys and all the encouragement you've sent me and the words of wisdom you've sent me to help me on this journey. And I'm so thankful. And anytime that you have advice or need advice, I mean, I'm not perfect, but maybe we're going through the same thing. I'd love to talk with you. And, you know, this is like I talked about falling into earthly and flesh needs and wants. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I gained another follower. I gained another follower. But I'm transitioning that thought to, I'm gaining another follower in Christ. I'm gaining another sister. And I love that about this, that it can be shared. And I wish that when I was in high school, right out of high school, fresh in college, that if there was a word someone thought I needed to hear, they would share it with me. So I pray that if this is on your heart, that you feel like someone needs to hear any of these podcasts, send it to them. You never know what they're truly going through, and it might help immensely. So I just thank you guys so much for your support in this. And I pray that it reaches as many people as we can. Even if it's just 10 of us, that's fine with me. I want this to be in God's work for God and just a fellowship of us. It's hard right now with this COVID stuff going on because we can't truly just be around each other. So maybe this will help heal our hearts in some ways and create some type of fellowship that we can still bond with each other and still realize, hey, we're all in the same boat, sister. And We're dealing with a lot of the same things. So thank you guys again for joining me. I pray that you have the best of the best week this week. And you are blessed and God puts his hand of love and grace over you through this week. Go get that daily dose of salt and salt the world. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.